welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's the podcast about rugby normally. Uh, we are not in normal times. Are we, Benlo? How are you in, in Mauritius? No, it's, it's strange times indeed, to be honest. Uh, yeah, we, we are officially locked down as of Friday at 6 a.m. So this is my this is my third day of, of lockdown. So it's not really um, ideal. But yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm happy the... I'm happy the government's taken this approach because I would rather kind of some drastic measures early on than sort of get to a point where no amount of lockdowns or whatever can help, sort of like what Italy's in. So, yeah, I'm 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 quite happy with the decision that's been made, but obviously it's a bit shit to be kind of stuck in the same place for 14 days but yeah hopefully yeah. It, it, is, it is what the country needs and it sorts out the problem yeah it helps yeah. the mauritius 14 days is cute tiny. it's going to be a lot more yeah no but but i because mauritius doesn't have a lot of cases eh? it only has like 15 cases now yeah um so yeah so it's, it's potential that the they can actually kind of get rid of it and then they'll obviously they'll keep the airports closed and stuff so I'm optimistic for Ben. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna pass on my 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 experience from Korea when when Korea was at about 20 cases, they shot up to 100 overnight because uh, some woman came back from China and just went to church for like four or five services in one week and just gave the entire congregation Corona. Sure, no, it's pretty. Like uh, they could track it. They tracked it back to like they had i think 50 confirmed cases that were from her or, or, or from her that from. she spread to someone else yeah, yeah a, a mate of mine so, he just, got, just a, a mate of mine was in austria skiing and the the bartender at the lodge had corona but he wasn't showing any symptoms so yeah. basically everyone who stayed in the hotel got corona like 200 of them or something <laughs> Yeah, because that's all it's that. Like, yeah, because the, yeah, the problem is because there are asymptomatic cats walking around. So, like, yeah, like they, they just spread. They don't know. That's yeah, well, why that, the... that, but that, that's the idea. Now, so, now Mauritius says no church shops. You can go to the shops, but only for essentials, which I feel they should have defined because, you know, for example, I'm out of pepper. Would you count that as an essential? Uh... Well, it depends. If kind you want of. to make a pepper steak, like a pepper fillet, then it's essential to that. I'd no, say pepper. No, no, but like, I'd say so. This is a flavorant for food. If you're locked in, and let's say you make eggs, you can put pepper on that bat on those bad boys, and they just taste have some more flavor, you know, some with salt. Yeah, I've I've been using sort of Tabasco as a pepper <laughs> substitute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose wet pepper. Oh no, it sort of works. Like uh, obviously we can't give it to James though, because then he'll. Uh, you know. Matt's is uh, George quieter under lockdown. No? Yeah, oh, George so, so, is quieter. Are, are, are you guys are you guys under lockdown? No, not not full lockdown, but we're being advised yeah. to like socially distance ourselves and so yeah, forth. Exactly. Anytime. So like we, I mean, yeah, I went to a bride last night. Like I'm gonna. It's probably giveaway now, but I went to a bride last night, but there were only like three of us there, so I feel like it's fine. Four of us, actually. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that's still low enough numbers that we're not passing it around. And half of us at the bride were recently in Korea, so. Yeah, I either you've had it already, <laughs> you know. Yes, yeah, so um, me and Hanu are both like, 
we must probably either we've had it already or we're gonna get it later. Yeah. Um, no. But to answer your question, no, we're not in lockdown. But uh, my office, they told us to work from home. I was in the office on Thursday because my helper was here, but neither my wife and I wanted to be here while she worked, and vice versa. But I've since spoken to her and told her, hey, you're not coming next week. We'll still pay you, but uh, yeah, you're not going to come for a while. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, yeah, we'll see. That's, that's best now because, yeah, like that, that's a very at risk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so. no, so I've tuned my parents. They live quite close. So, no, uh, we're not. But I suspect things are going to escalate pretty quick. They're adding about 40 to 50 official cases a day um, here in South Africa with the majority in Gauteng. Uh, so East Cape got their first case on Friday. Yeah. I, I don't know where. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just uh, we, we will wait, a, wait, wait and see. So, yeah. My favorite part about the South African cases, they all people coming back from like the Europe or the US. Like yeah. no one, I think I'd be lying if I said like five cases came from Asia in, in SA. Yeah, it's very low. Like a lot of people have been complaining on, on Twitter here. It's just like oh, all the rich people. This is a uh, rich person's virus. All the coming back from well, overseas. Well, no, no, but, but it is a kind of a bit shit because the people like rich people, you know, they could quite easily ride it out because worst case, you know, they yeah. go to a fucking med clinic or whatever and they're fine. Like it's actually where it's gotta where it's gotta kind of do damage is with the poor people who like a lot of them have yeah. pre-existing conditions already, and they're probably not you even gonna get tested. Like they're just gonna sort of suffer in silence. Yeah, bro. When it when it hits that point, then yeah. shit, things are are not going to be great. Um, yeah, that's why it's. But yeah, that's why it's like that's why everyone's upset because everyone's bringing it from Europe. A la Ant. Actually, we should actually check on Ant if he's gotten tested. Well, isn't he in lockdown? Uh, Still, yeah, I think, yes, um, currently, I think, but you you yeah. supposed to get tested nonetheless. Uh, yeah, well, that's maybe that's why I got tested. The quizzes. FYI, just, just, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but I did get tested. Yeah, and you passed. So good, nice. good man. Um, what, gents, what is uh, out, of, out of interest, Matt? What is the procedure for getting tested? Um, so for me, it was literally I like just went to a medi clinic, funnily enough, and I was like, Look, oh, I've been... you bloody upper class bastard, you. I was like, and then it, yeah, just tune the matron there. I went to, you got to go to ER essentially, because it's like in the triage. Um, yeah, I went to matron. I was like, look, I was in Korea. I'm not showing symptoms, but I need to get tested. So I'm like, okay, cool. There's like four people getting tested today. You're going to be number five. Go sit and put on this mask and go sit in your car. We'll, we'll call you when it's your turn. So like they're trying to keep you like as separate as possible from everyone. Alright, well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stop you there. I think we're getting a little bit far. I know it is on topic, but we're getting a little bit off topic. Uh, so uh, let's try focus to matters that aren't happening on the field, guys. You know, so uh, nothing. I get I get I get nothing. nothing. I get nothing for that. Jeez, Alex is just down. Um, Alex isn't here. He's apparently walking around Big uh, Big Dan again. He he just seems to be walking now that he's been locked down, walking everywhere. Uh, Dad Ben would no, know. No, but it's, yeah, he's like, like rocking down to sleep essentially. Yeah, when when they reach that age, like they kind of you figure out one way to put them to sleep, and you don't really want to try figure out other ways. So like so, yeah. same with James, like we had one of those little you know like the soccer mom sort of sling things. Yeah. And like James would only go to sleep in that for about a month. 
So literally, yeah, like I think I probably walk like 20,000 steps a day during that, <laughs> during that little period because just constant, even if he wakes up at like the, in like two in the morning, you bloody strapping this thing on and walking with him because it's the only way he's getting to sleep. It's, it was dark times, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking speaking of dark times, I guess if we're going to start talking about random news that's come through, uh, Supersport, the primary rugby broadcaster in South Africa, they are pay-per-view. Well, not, not quite, but they're a subscription service. They've now launched their Relive service because they've got a whole bunch of channels here in South Africa. So Supersport 1, where, which, which used to be rugby, is now called Relive Sport Stories. Grandstand, viewers' choice documentaries. <laughs> While Supersport 2 is Relive Rugby Cricket. Supersport 3, with normally the Premier League and other football, is Relive Premier League. Supersport 4 is the PSL, which is local football. Then it follows with golf, tennis, uh, best football, it's like Champions League and stuff. Motorsport, WWE, a dedicated channel, Matt, to WWE, Supersport 9, just FYI. Yeah, and then, I haven't even checked it. Yeah, then there's a, whole, there's, there's a few others. They even have Relive Esports. I feel like that's a bit redundant. Esports is the one thing that's thriving. Yeah, esports is like this is what's going to push esports to so the WWE as well. Is them and AEW are both recording essentially in empty arenas right now as well. Yeah, that's so they're still life. going. They're still putting out product. Yeah, uh, but I feel like wrestling. You really putting... do need the crowd. I know. I know. A lot yeah, of you do. Players, like, yeah. Uh, you do. Like, you do. It is. It is important. You do need to feed off the crowd reaction. I, I know. So I haven't. I haven't watched either of their their shows. Either of the shows. Like, they've only put out like two each. I think, in empties. I haven't watched one yet. Also, also quite often as a sorry, Matt. Obviously, you know this better than I do. But as a plot device, like uh, like <laughs> a rival wrestler will appear from the crowd. Like, he'll pretend to be a spectator. Yeah, so, like, yeah, they'll see him coming. Like, <laughs> just, just one guy in the crowd. No, no, like, yeah. AEW was... <laughs> oh, there's, there's, I think you guys have all seen, You'll, if I describe it, you'll know it, but there's that super famous gif of Sting, where, so the guy in the, like, the, the crow-looking makeup, like, hits someone with a, hits someone from the crowd and then takes off the mask and he's, it's the exact mask of the makeup he's wearing underneath. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, like imagine that iconic scene without a crowd. Like, it would make yeah. no sense. So I know I, I AEW think... have like a couple of wrestlers like sitting in like the front row for the matches at least. So there's like a bit of a crowd, but yeah. Mm. Uh... But it's not much. It's like ten dudes. Yeah, it's like the Colbert show. Uh, not the Colbert show. I think what, what's the, he's on the main one now. Um, he recorded an episode. And he only had staffers in the in the audience, and he, and you could see it was a bit weird. Trevor. For, for them, no, uh, Stephen Colbert. I think it's not the late oh, show. Stephen Colbert. Or was it the Tonight Show? One of the some of them. I can't remember which one uh, that he hosts. Uh, somewhere else where there won't be crowds is English rugby. They've ended everything below Premiership level. The season that is. Uh, I think the Premiership is still suspended, but all League, Cup, and Country Rugby, according to RFU, has now been cancelled this season. How, how have they handled promotion litigation? Just whoever was on top wins? Uh, no, the Premiership is still suspended. So... No, no, yeah, I, I'm aware of that. And, and actually, they, they know Saracens uh, is going down, so that doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Well, I think Saracens is going down. I'm not sure if they somehow hit the world's biggest loophole here. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, but, but obviously some, someone, someone now is going up to the premiership. I think it's Newcastle at the moment. Yeah, so Jesus, the, the definition of force majeure. I've been hearing that a lot lately as well. Yeah. 
Uh, um, so, so now does that mean they just got to automatically go up? Because apparently they were ahead by miles in the championship. Yeah, I well. think I think so. Um, and I, 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 it's a bit more clean, clean cut compared to English football uh, and Europe. That's why I know. Jesus, I heard some stories about the foot about Arsenal. Oh yeah, no, they've. I mean, they, they're kind like of they, they're there. miles ahead, aren't they? No, that's no, Liverpool, Liverpool. Dude. Jesus, bad. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm... Liverpool. Sorry. <laughs> like you might offended. Yeah, I just a piece. Well, look, they've delayed Euro 2020 to 21 to finish the season because of financial implications uh, in England. Anyway, the supplies probably across Europe, promotion, relegation, qualification for European competitions, etc., etc. Uh, it's too huge. That's why they'd write. And I even saw a story on ESPN saying they'll finish the season first. Yeah, it'll have a knock-on effect of the next one. But they have to finish the season. Because the financial implications of Oaks claim they're going to get relegated and so on and so forth are too big. Yeah, like the court cases will just be yes. out there. Which makes sense. I think unless, like, I guess unless you can probably mathematically show that a team would get relegated, you can't just yeah. relegate them. No. Because whatever, whoever's at the bottom, I presume it's like West Brom or whatever, could just, could just uh, say, no, but what if we won our last seven games or 11 games or whatever it is? And then you're like, look who they're seven. And what you need you is know, an like, actual, like, like, we need to like, process those results. Yeah, but either way, like, it won't hold up at court because there's, like, it's, uh, it's like reasonable doubt. You mm. can say, listen. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's not a criminal matter. It's a simple matter. So it's balance of probabilities. It's fine. Jeez. Yeah, but... Eagles busy dropping dropping these bobs, bro. So, uh, let's... Well, what what is certain is Wasps, their players are taking a 25% cut in their salaries until... Um, let's see here. It's everyone at the club, apparently, until the English season resumes as well. Um, even in New Wasps. Zealand... But that... So that... that yeah. Even in New Zealand, the same thing is happening. Uh, the New Zealand Rugby Players <laughs> Association, they've also not ruled out taking pay cuts. I know in Australia... Yeah, yeah. I know you guys maybe discussed this last week... Um, they might ask for a bailout from the government as well, because even though <laughs> when we joke about the lack of a crowd in Australia rugby, they do provide 20-30% of their revenue over the course of the season. So um, the financial implications are sold, even in SA rugby, I know Ellis Park, <laughs> they kind of do okay, but I feel for the Sharks, hey? They're actually starting to pull some decent crowds, and now, now this happens. So um, all the all the momentum in a weird way is lost. It's like a reset for the yeah, season. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't see Super Rugby starting again. No, do you even? I don't know, Matt. Do you, I don't even see us having this internal competition. I know that we'll talk about that now in Australia, New Zealand. No, That's made some like like the legit. Uh, what, what, what's the like like it's too it's too risky. Like I can see Australia doing it because you know they got like that six month travel ban thing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure We've, they they'll sort of come out of it and then they'll still ban the travel. So I can see them doing it sort of in the next, say, two yeah. months. Yeah, so course, we've by, got... by, that, by, by that time, it's Curry Cup. So what's the point, really? Yeah, but also we banned gatherings of more than 100 mm. people. You need a minimum 100 people for a match. Easy. Including like staff. Like if you think well, of professional... Yeah, including staff. The, it's like 23 players the, on either the... side of the field. And then coaching, support staff camera dudes to film the games as well as producers and all that you're gonna sh- security you're gonna push past 100 immediately yeah. so easily it's not uh, you i don't see how you can feasibly do it yeah I, I don't know how they're gonna work around that but i guess uh even in close like even in a closed stadium with no one watching and all that like 
yeah. don't know how you're gonna keep it under under a hundred. I'm sure someone's got them out and it'll be like typing a comment as we speak. Well, actually, no, you can get it away with it with 96 people or whatever. If so and so pulls double duty or whatever. Yeah, the well in in Australia, just for more detail on that. Apparently, rugby officials they're working this is from the Sydney Morning Herald. They're working around the clock to get the competition going. The Western Force uh, will be t- taking part. Uh, there are discussions about whether it's based in one city versus because some players have expressed reservations about flying to Perth. Um, and there's talk about trying to align games with a, with the proposed internal New Zealand competition. Jesus, it sounds like a, a giant shit show. Um, and there was, there was talk that, oh, let's say things, uh, what's the word, man, subside uh, with Corona. I don't think they will, personally speaking. Oh, then maybe that these still count for points, etc., etc. What I see happening. I think if the second they use the Western Force, they're not allowed to count for no, Super Rugby. Same, same as the Cheaters of Kings. Fuck, I mean, we make. Getting involved. We make fun, like, we make fun of the Sunwolves for being a fucking mercenary side. Who the fuck is playing in the Western Force team right now? <laughs> yo, well, no yo, what, what, why, why don't we play a, a competition with the Sharks, the Stormers, uh, Paul, Jim Thirds, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah, no, and, 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 and help Macaw Seconds and it counts for Super Rugby points, okay? That's yeah, fair. Yeah, help help Macau yeah. seconds to still be competitive. I think against yeah, actually, the, the, Okay, yeah, yeah. Let, let's, like go, let's go my class. Let's go my class seconds. Let's put some <laughs> English people in there for them to dick on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so there's a lot of talk. Uh, I think there might be some internal games. Um, but I know there'll be. Oh no, we must have games. Do you get up the um, Jesus the solidarity and to entertain people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not quite. It's also about rugby. I know the British government have had overtures to the Premier League about players starting behind closed doors for momentum reasons. Ah, I don't know. Um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm for it. I think it'll be good for sort of national mm. pride or whatever. Yeah, I, but I, think I we'll do, I, I do think there, there's a lot more into organising a tournament than people see on the, yeah, yeah and I think people see on the outset of it, and I don't think it's the kind of thing you can just, you know, pull out your ass sort of no. thing. and I think the sheer size of Australia makes a lot of this pie in the sky. And I think in South Africa, we yeah. uh, uh, things are, g- are going to get a lot worse before they get better. So I didn't even see any rugby taking place in South Africa until what? August? Something like that. Maybe this will be the, the shot in the arm that the Curry Cup needs, guys. Oaks will just be so oh, desperate for rugby, they'll, for they'll curry smash cup. Curry Cup. You know, get full 60,000 people crowds for the Lions versus Leopards. Those sort of fixtures. So uh... no, well, well, not well, that's the thing. Like the Curry Cup is still going to be essentially Super Rugby teams plus cheaters. Yeah, yeah. Because they're still going to keep it first, first division, Premier division. Yeah. Um, you used the word keeping just to move things along. Apparently, Pierre Steph the toy he nearly had his leg amputated after after he got injured against the Blues. Yeah. I mm-hmm. feel that's a bit click, clickbaity, but... Well, look, Storm yeah. Team Dr. Jason Suter, or Sutter, Suter, what, Suter, S-U-T-E-R. He said it was know. a freak injury um, that's kept the toy out for three months. He's, he had a medical emergency, I quote, from the Blues game. He had a hematoma that developed into acute compartment syndrome. It's incredibly rare, and there have only been 43 cases listed in literature worldwide. Uh, it's a medical isn't emergency. It what ha- isn't that what happened to House's leg? Uh, oh Jesus! Yeah, maybe. Hey, but I'm just what, just what, curious. What, I think that's what, what happened. Was to... it, wasn't wasn't that wasn't that lupus? No, how's, no. <laughs> it's never lupus. 
<laughs> or how said either that or a clot or something. I can't remember. Yeah, like no, before they before but, but, they cut out but, a chunk of his leg and left him in pain. I mean the, the sort of the prequel to House is what yeah, I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a huge debate a, whether a, that was psychosomatic. Cottage, I believe it's known as. A cottage? Did he have a cottage in his leg? <laughs> no, it's three bedroom or four. It's, I'm, I'm so glad I got you just house. in time for that terrible joke from Ben. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I made a worse one before that you just missed, actually. Oh, God. Okay. How's it, Alex? How are desperate. you? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, good, good. Did you, put, did you put Big Dan down? Uh, Big Dan went down. Well, he actually didn't go down. I just I pumped him off to his mother. Oh, no. Uh, got over him. You're tired of his shit now. But yeah, I'm, I'm, sick of, I'm sick of his shit. <laughs> you, sir, your house is essentially the Pretenders song right now. Pretenders song. Isn't it the Pretenders who sing five? I would walk five hundred miles. Oh, uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. I think it's the. Pretenders. Sorry, I'm, I'm not at my sharpest, as you could probably tell. Um, anyway, cool. Yeah. Uh, what are we? What are we doing? What was, uh, sorry, I didn't. We're just uh, derail things. We we we're, we're discussing. Peter stiffed the toy, almost having his leg amputated. Yeah. I'm saying it's oh. based. And Adam saying no, it's legit. Oh, okay. And I'm okay. saying I'm pretty sure that's the same thing that happened to Haas. Yeah. I like that version. I like the fact that that Peter Steptoe is going to come back super cynical and able to diagnose any line out call. <laughs> <laughs> Will they let him use a walking stick on the field? <laughs> it, it's two yeah. ball. It's never two ball. It's never two ball. Watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's on the five meter, then it's always. Yeah. Meanwhile. Um, <laughs> I know Detroit, he can't play. I've, I've seen that on SRW Mag, the website. They've got like a long Instagram feed of what rugby players are doing at home while they're in self-isolation. There's just this video of Jesse Creel like on a bike. All he does is just go around and around on the bike. You know, like, I feel like it's an advert for God knows what. They have Classic Roo. Jesse Creel, not just going in circles. Yeah, pretty much. And then... <laughs> You know, this is maybe suppose, why he, he is always on the touchline. Uh, then Vili Rue pumping some weights. Yeah, oh, Jesus, I, I feel so bad for the media. They're, they're really struggling. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I still think the best, are, are, the best are we quarantine talk, Are we going to talk about Fox News just culling like half their stock? Oh, Jesus, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I mean, we don't have a story on this, but Ben, our Twitter sleuth, Ben, Ben, what's it, Ben from Tax? He just noted even the likes of, uh, I think it's Ben Duran, Natalie Yononides, they've all been retrenched. Fox News apparently denied that it's got to do with Corona. It's got a lot to do with Corona, actually. Um, I think they're just talking cuck, especially since they're Rupert Murdoch organization, and Murdoch's people do publish a lot of crap. But yeah, Australian rugby broadcasting has taken a huge hit as well. So when, when they have this competition, who's going to even cover the games? That, that's my concern. I mean, they got rid of... Yeah, have they got a broadcaster yet? Have yeah. they even got broadcasters, though? Because, I mean, as far as I know, is Fox still broadcasting rugby? They are, and the negotiations what have been suspended out? as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they're quite lucky because Raylene had them by the balls. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think they're probably like, thank God, we got a bit of breathing room on this. Maybe thing. they want to get... Aussie rugby on TV as fast as possible because since there's no other rugby on TV, people will be forced to watch Australian derbies. Yeah, yeah but then I'd stop watching rugby. Like it, would be, it might kill rugby, though, if, if the only rugby you can watch is Australian <laughs> rugby. It's just like, a fuck it. I'm done yeah, with the rugby. Cure, the cure is worse than the disease. So. <laughs> You're like, fuck it, what's netball like? 
Let me watch some competitive snooker, rather. Hey, yeah, really so, Sunday, Sunday, we all, we all gonna be into Ultimate Frisbee and stuff. Yeah, right? nipple's pretty good, too. <laughs> Actually, so... What the buckles the mind? I can't believe they haven't delayed the Olympics. Or maybe they can't. I don't know, I, I just think... That, uh, uh, when inevitable. I, I saw Freeman tweet... Freeman, it's inevitable, but Freeman tweeted something about Eddie Jones weighing in on, like, the Japanese mindset and why they haven't cancelled it yet. Eddie Jones, the chief cultural officer... Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's sensitive. So it it is a bit like anything happens with Japan. Let's ask Eddie Jones's opinion. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, like that one cat who speaks who's been there and also happens to speak English for it. That's cool. There, there was a, there was it. actually quite a quite a good little uh, interview with Jurgen Klopp, and the one media and the one journalist yes. asked Jurgen. He, he said, "Are you worried about Corona?" He's like, "Why the fuck should my opinion matter on Corona? Yes, like exactly. we all be infected in exactly the same way? Like." Just because what I'm, I'm like a celebrity, so my opinion yeah. on Corona counts. Or I'm, I'm a football coach. Like, fuck yeah, that. He's like, I'm a yeah. football coach. Like, I'm gonna coach. Like, it was. <laughs> but I think that's the problem with the media. You know, they'll get like, now we have whatever. Like, here's Britney Spears' view on the economic crisis. <laughs> what is like, it? It's same as rugby. Any old hack who's played two test matches is like. Uh, former international star, he's played like two matches, one of them was on a dirt tracking tour, makes some comment about oh, how New Zealand values England as uh, the better opponent. And, uh, like, uh, like, having worked in the media, I understand why they're doing all this ruck making. Uh, ruck, muck raking. Sorry. That's uh, a malapropism. Oh, it's Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle had a skit on that as well where some news broke and they're like, they cut to Ja Rule and he's like, yes, fuck, I always wanted to know what did Ja Rule want to think about it. I think it was like the Twin Towers falling or something. What does Ja Rule think of this? I need to know. Well, you never know. Supersport might soon rope us in to get our opinions on, on, on <laughs> yeah, they might, They might be, I'm telling you, we're definitely cheaper than Mallet. Yeah, we are. They might just call, call me and say, Adam, what do you think about the lockdown taking place at the Morrow's Arch? I'm like, uh, that's where my office is, by the way. It's like one of the mini epicenters here in Joburg. And uh, a whole bunch of cases. Then we get a, a statement from, from the shopping center saying, oh, we're going to like essentially do the most hardcore cleaning operation of the lifts ever. So it's like, oh, Dude. fuck, great. Now we're in the fucking lifts. <laughs> That's why I'm, like, I'm not going back to, to Adam, the must check. Speaking of that, like Korea, they had... They had guys in like hazmat suits and like trucks filled with sanitizer and like guys with like tanks of sanitizer on their backs, just like walking down the streets, sanitizing the roads and the streets and the pavements and that. Uh, I thought you were gonna say people. Just someone's walking along. No, 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 no. <laughs> just like nail a guy. No, no, no. They're not that aggressive. It's all like the guys on conscription. Because that's the thing. They've also got like easy labor because the military is all just dudes on conscription. So they're just like, okay, cool. Your your job today, just just sanitize that street there. Like every time they got in the early days when they got a reported case, they just wipe wipe down that person's apartment block essentially. Uh, I was just reading that so like the likes of Taiwan and Hong Kong, even though they kind of had recorded cases a week or a few days apart from some major European places, they've kept it down due to a relentless track tracing diagnostic. And Taiwan apparently have been preparing since January for this to come. Though they're always preparing for a Chinese invasion, so I think preparation is like the, the B word there. <laughs> Uh, it, in terms of prepare, preparing, Marvin Ori is not preparing to leave South Africa. Apparently, he was offered uh, a job at the Leicester Tigers, but according to the Ravi paper, he turned it down. Oh, instead, he's going to Japan. Never mind. He's going to go play in the, in, <laughs> in, in, in the, in the Japanese top league. 
Um, yeah, so I, I clearly had read this uh, prior to that. But so Marvin Uri, he's leaving. Um, he's got three Springbok caps. So with one of those being against Wales and Washington. So his last test was against Argentina. Is that a cap? Sorry? Was that a cap? That yeah, dude, that's, that's why, that's my, why we that? managed to lock down. It's Rassi's master plan. He locked down a lot of players. The Dan Dupree, a whole bunch of Oaks, will not be able to play for England because of that one test cap. In Washington, of all places. So, no, it's it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. didn't it's when did when does Wales game happen? Literally, didn't we say it's a good chance to cap Oaks, so they can't yeah. go? Because like someone someone like someone like Kwaka could quite easily go play for Japan. Like I could see that. Yeah. Oh, he'd be yeah, he'd play well in their system. Yeah, like, like and in now, their national setup. Too bad Japan, no Kwaka for you. Yeah, I'm just actually just see who else was capped in that game. Uh, let's see. Bar- oh, my brother is Bosch. Travis Ishmael. Okay, no worries there. Let's see what says. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Japan will be like, it's all right. We, we yeah, got oh, we got Oxen Chair. He played in that game. Um, yeah, but he, I, I, so I think... The other day, I think it was last week, about New Zealand um, changing their their second team oh, to yeah. like New Zealand A's. Yeah, they're creating like a New Zealand A's. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, they, well, they... We're going to go on tour. Obviously, everything's up in the air now. Uh, but we're, yeah. we're wondering, who who were they going to play, Alex? You uh, mean the, the fixtures? Fiji no, the, the, I think Fiji the was New one. Zealand A. Okay, yeah, so think... it would it would actually be... It would count as test matches. Yeah, yeah no, 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 match. no, 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 no. It, yeah, no, it, it won't count as a test match. match. Eh? No, it won't be a test it cap, won't. but it, as you said, it's their designated second team. So they'll block off yeah, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. from selection. Sorry, that's that's yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. I mean, what was it? Because I think they, 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 they designated B side was the under twenty side, which had also des- no. What was pretty much? It was yeah, like Lady was, Blacks or something like I, that. I, no, I think I think it was the. It might even have been the Maoris. Like no, Maris it's not the Maoris, but the Maoris. No, they said it, it couldn't have been the Maoris because the Maoris have a specific. Yeah, it has specific exclusionary. Oh, okay. um, things that you can't do then because of the requiring oh, yeah, the Mari yeah, version yeah, part Mari like uh, yeah. like, <laughs> like Mitch Karpik the the Polish Mari both his parents are Polish somehow he's a Mari actually I don't know Polish yeah but okay alright yeah but I mean so I think it's, it's funny because it seems like it used to be quite a big thing a while ago um, like the second side that you'd cap players through but yeah. then it almost like almost like there was a gentleman's agreement between all the major sides not to do this, yeah. particularly the Euro- the northern hemisphere sides, because like they well, were kind of relying on poaching, right? But that's so, also where all of that shit happened with Spain and Belgium. Yeah, with Spain because because the the guys that played for France under twenty, and then it turns out at that time France had randomly like allocated the under twenties as their second side. Yeah, and that's yeah. What, that's what caused all the rubbish, basically. Because there's yeah. there's that guy who just what's his no name? no uh, giving away thirty penalties in favor of the side <laughs> side that would pre- yeah, guarantee well, your team to go. go no, through. no, because because the 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 Welsh centre, what's his name, Nick Thompson, maybe. Hopkins. Uh, yeah. What? Hopkins. Well, anyway, he he played England under twenty. He played with like Courtney Laws and Itoje and them. I think. Well, not Courtney mm-hmm. Laws and Itoje. I think he played yeah. with like Itoje and Farrell and that. In that bunch. Is he that old? 
Yeah, well, it, no, because because they had like a, a thing of them playing together in the English kit, and then they're like, well, you know, it was sort of the narrative for that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, like, I, I, it's just interesting, I think, uh, to see what happens with that because the more and more we're seeing countries like moving away from this hard national position and therefore having a vested interest in blooding people through a New Zealand A team or kind of doing what like we did against Wales. Um, so I don't know. I think we might start seeing that soften quite soon. They might even do away with the whole second team uh, capping thing anywhere. I would be surprised if that happens in the next year or so. Do you do you think we could end up in a situation where players turn down, say South Africa has a one-off test again, say like that Wales test in Washington? Do you mm. think we could end up in a situation where guys turn down a place? So, yes. No thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I think it's happened. You gotta, I unless you've got to cap me for the proper Springboks, I might I might try my luck in Japan or whatever. Definitely. I think I, think it, I, think I agree with Matt. Happened. I think it's happened already. I reckon, you reckon it's already you maybe got maybe yeah, guys, guys like Lappy like Lappies or whatever said no I know I'm all right. Yeah, guys who are most probably uh, sitting on like year two and a half of their contract, like obviously like the just six months shy of qualifying for their foreign country. Uh, you mean like, a, like, prob- a, like a Vincent Koch sort of situation. I mean he's capped by South Africa, yeah. but uh, he, he's yeah he's capped. But someone mm. someone who's been there or like a Josh Charles or a CJ Stando or something. Yeah, even the the juniors yeah. that the French clubs are pick, are picking off um, at junior level. I know that guys have been poached out straight well, out of high school now. I mean that's been going on for a while now. But uh, yeah, uh, just speaking of high school, by the way, just to state the obvious, the Easter Rugby Festivals here in South Africa, which is very much an institution uh, and in, a, in many ways a mini Craven Week uh, in certain senses, is usually three or four. I know Joburg have at St John's, they have at Cares, um, Saints has gotten involved. They even have competitions down in Paul uh, in Stellenbosch. With, with some of the top schools there, same as in Cape Town, they've all been called off here at Johannesburg. So I assume the same applies uh, in Cape Town for all the rugby festivals. Um, so yeah, sport is very much grinding to a halt. And then just some other more speculative news. Apparently, the Vinopolo brothers, they might move to Super Rugby. I didn't see much in this, but they're saying Super Rugby clubs are talking to them. How on earth can we afford them? Yeah, it's a pilot season. Well, they're obviously going for nothing because they. They must probably not adding the value that they're gonna to have to take out of the salary cap. No. So uh, I'd be surprised if it happened. Yeah. And, 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 and unless it's like a properly dodgy thing where they Saracens will meet some of their, you know, Saracens will give them a fat parachute payment which will compensate them on condition that they move back to Saracens once they make it into the league at a, you know what I mean, like one of these. Sort of, uh, so, like, yeah, relegation, play for the Saders for the season. Yeah, well, to yeah. be honest, like, it wouldn't be a bad call by Saracens if they could send a few players to play Super Rugby, then they'll come back with that experience. So. Uh, Ooh, running rugby completely <laughs> the wrong skills for Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> All no, of a sudden, we've got guys who can run. Now. Like, uh, the, development-wise, like, it wouldn't be a bad shout if you had the option to send a few of your guys to go play a year with the Saders or the Canes or whatever. Or even yeah. like the Sharks or the Stormers, like just to play at that super high level. For, mm. for uh, quick aside, some, some good news. Jamie Roberts, who as we all know has been playing for the Stormers, uh, apparently an A&E doctor. He's now using Jones' flat in Cardiff. Jones obviously is here in South Africa. He's just decided to remain with the Stormers for now. And, he, and as Rugby Pass reports, 
He normally rents out his apartment in South Wales, but then uh, Jamie Roberts, he told the BBC Sport, I managed to get an A&E doctor in there as of Friday, someone who's working the front line of the NHS. In Cardiff, I had a few cancellations at Airbnb. I've got a flat I stay in when I'm in Cardiff. There's going to be a lot of NHS workers out there who won't want to be going from hospital to family to put, their, put them at risk, uh, so I, so, and they're going to need accommodation. So I guess anyone out there who has property which is empty, I'm sure there are plenty of Airbnb cancellations. What a good okay. This is, uh, yeah, well, he's living his best this, life. He's so, self-isolating at night, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think he's really landed with his with his ass in the batter on this one, because now <laughs> he's probably, he's probably self-isolating in like a beautiful, you know, like for what yeah, Ben went like like a one-bedroom flat in Cardiff is probably like a, a four-bedroom house with a massive garden and a you know a cricket net and everything in Cape Town. Like he's probably living the dream. Like and the weather's better. Like he, he's made a great call. Like. Imagine being stuck in fucking Cardiff, self-isolate. That must uh, be well, He did say he did say that he doubts he's going to play again this season. The most important thing that matters is people's health. I'm not sure what I'd be coming home to really, uh, and I won't be allowed back in South Africa as the rules stand. So he's made a very much a strategic decision. So as, as you said, is is Jamie uh, Roberts a doctor? Ben, there's his view. Yes. No. Wait. What? I think Jamie he's a Roberts. Doctor. He's yeah. a doctor. Yeah, he's a medical doctor. Yeah. Oh, is he? So he's like. Him and Flack have spoken about this a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you played for the British and Irish Lions. I didn't know he was a medical doctor to boot. So. And yeah, yeah, uh, Matt just sent a photo of the group of Jamie Roberts' Twitter. And it, it looks like he's living his best life at the moment, to be honest. He's a, it's yeah. nice, isn't it? So. And uh, crying. Jeez, yeah. Uh, going paddling on the... On the Shit, the cool things are nice there again. The nice the heads. Yeah, by the heads. Yeah, so he's the heads are behind where he is essentially. Uh, he's on leisure out by the looks of yeah, it. Yeah, jeez, that's also pretty much self isolation by design. Beautiful part of the world, uh, I must say. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I know my aunt, my, I have some family that live in Worcester. Uh, they literally decided sod this. They went. They were meant to go overseas a big trip or to Botswana. Got cancelled, so they just drove straight to Plate. With the family, with schools closed, so that without stopping, so they could mm. uh, get, get some away time. Um, so, I would, but I'm sure they'll have to return soon enough. I'm just seeing if there's um, other news. I've literally scraped up everything, um, mostly. I know, Alex, we have a novelty XV, another one. We will have one we do. every week. Uh, so, what what was the theme <laughs> of this one this week? So, uh, so the theme for this one was. Um, Animated characters, cartoon characters. But, but like, like, like adult, 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 adult cartoons. Yeah. So specifically adults. So essentially adult. A whole can of worms with like children's <laughs> cartoons and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, so look, it's a bit of a, it's like a bit of a tough line to draw, but it's, you know, like we kind of have to use our judgment for when a, an animated series crosses over into being like pitched at either, you know, older teenagers or young adults. Um, but you know, hopefully you can you can see as we go along where the line is, and then uh, the other criteria was we had to keep it to humans or humanoids, so we couldn't so we, kind of go crazy. We kind of the bear from Cleveland Show, basically. Yes, uh, I've, I've never watched well, Cleveland Show, be... but we we certainly can't have a bear. <laughs> no one's watched Cleveland Show. That's why. No. <laughs> That's pretty much the joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you guys have any other questions? No. Let's uh, let's get into it. I'll get into it. Okay. So um, there's there's a bit of debate in a few positions. So you guys can can hit me with the the what the fuck. 
Um, so tied a uh, loose and tied it prop together. Chris Griffin and Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Yeah, um, makes sense. I mean, there's no, there's no Peter Griffin's a, hell, a hell of a ball carrier as well. Like I reckon he could be a bit of an Angus Bell, Taniela Tupo type. Like yeah. remember when he joined the. Mm. Uh, he joined the Patriots briefly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. He's, he does have experience. Yeah. yeah. He's quite cool. a baller. Uh, and then joining them in the front row as uh, as hooker would be Homer Simpson. Star hooker. Um, yeah, he's, I think he's just got a hooker's build, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I feel like his head would, would just like slot in super nicely at the scrim. And I know him and Peter Griffin, quite... they, they've had it out already, so I think there'd be some harmony in the front row. They even had, they ripped off a chicken yeah. fight. So um, that's true. Yeah, they, but but those chicken fights also show Peter Griffin's fitness. Yeah, like he yeah. keeps on going at the chicken. Like yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. be exhausted after like like two minutes with the chicken. That's the thing. So he's, he's got like the Tanya Tupo like stamina. He can go seventy five minutes. Sorry. This chicken um, fight is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just put one in where they're like, "Oh fuck, the show's only fourteen minutes this week. What are we gonna do?" Oh, yeah, whatever. They've been escalating, like they just get more, like more, like more to like a Michael Bay movie. It's like it's so. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, being just distracted. Not locks. Um, I think the front no, 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 that's fine. Itself, so got to content the fans. So, okay, the locks are, are a bit of a tricky one. I didn't get much pushback on, on the number four locks. I'm assuming that you guys are happy with it. Um, Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist. Have I've you guys seen Full Metal, Full Metal. Uh, It's no. pretty niche, bro. So okay. he's essentially just a suit of... Our, our four lock is essentially a suit of armor with a, <laughs> with a small boy's soul trapped inside of it. <laughs> he's a massive unit. Like he's, he's, a, he's an absolute yeah. unit. It's a fucking steel Actually, suit of armor. I think maybe a lot of locks. <laughs> like Brad Thorne. Yeah. This show sounds brilliant. a massive suit of armor with the child's soul trapped inside of it. will make you cry. <laughs> it will make you cry. <laughs> okay, is it on Netflix or do I have to access it through other means? No, it should be on Netflix. Wink, wink. Yeah, you'll... yeah w- wink, wink. Arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's on Netflix? Just check. I think it, it is on Netflix. Metal yeah, Al- it is. It is on Netflix. Yeah, but it's Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, because the Brotherhood is the one you should watch. Think both. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, there's uh, that that girl and her and her puppy. Jesus, that episode fucks me yeah, up every you, time. Yeah, uh, about Okay, it. let's not talk about that. That's gonna yeah. start giving me chills. Two grown um, men okay. just crying on a podcast suddenly, just thinking about the puppy. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on. Five. So the number five lock. So obviously Alphonse is like the enforcer. So we need a we need a good like line out specialist, someone with a bit of height. Um, and for that we've gone straight to Marge Simpson. Oh, so uh, without a no, I thought we'll. She's got, she's got the full. I thought we'll go for. Afro. I thought we'll go for Bender. I, I liked your idea. No, 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 no. I, no. I don't. I don't mind our plan with Bender now because we can still. You can still lift your like a flank. Still a lineout option. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. True. Fair enough. But Bender. Um, that, so, so that's a bit of a spoiler alert because Bender's coming in at number six at open okay, side. Okay, but but just oh. wait. Marge Simpson. Yeah. We we presume when we throw the lineup ball to her, it's just going to wedge in her hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Per- perfect for. It's more. actually going to be a lot like that. It's going to be a lot like that meme of Homer vanishing into the hedges. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. going to be the ball into Marge. That's going to be the ball vanishing into no, Marge's like, hair. But, it's like perfect but, but morning speak, territory. Speaking yeah. speaking of Homer, that's a really good relationship between your main line out jumper and your hooker. Like I'm I'm happy yeah. with Talk that. Talk about the spider. Yeah, that's, that's an 
<laughs> it's an unspoken. Like there's a lot of non-verbal communication that they can get. get but, but I feel that's what you get with us with the novelty fifteen. You get the thought behind it. Like I think a lot of yeah. people just spit onto the paper, look, look oh, at heights and weights and stuff. We, we honestly, we, we yeah. are refined in our novelty 15s. Like, oh, oh, nothing's worse when, when fucking SA Rugby Mag or Supersport tries to put out a novelty 15. Yeah. They literally yeah. just like put 15 names on a page. You're like, like, what's the thinking behind this? Why would Taylor Swift make a good blindside? Doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> no, I think she's an excellent blindside because most of her breakups come out of nowhere. <laughs> No, but, but, but she's about breakups, not breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Moving on. I'm out of a six. I can't decide if that's good or bad. Um, okay. I like it that. Might, it might be the greatest joke ever made. It might be the worst <laughs> joke ever made. Um, number six, open side, Bender from Futurama. So, okay. You know, big klaxon going off. We said humans are humanoids. Bender is a, is a robot. Yes. But first of all, Bender is extremely good at bending things, right? That's how he got his name, Bender. He's a Bender unit. Yes. And if we if we need anyone who's going to be able to bend the rules of the breakdown, it's Bender. Mm. And because he's also a career criminal, uh, we're prepared <laughs> to bend the rules of the Novelty 15 to get him into the team. But Also, he was of, human one time. There was one episode where he was human. So he is technically... He, he does qualify through that episode, I think. Um, and I, I'm prepared to... If, if you guys insist, we could play him in his human form. He won't be as good at bending things. But he can still bend but, the rules. Because that's... that's, no, no, that's no, I, I think we can... He's human-shaped. Human yeah. yeah. And he's main okay. cast. But al- also, also, in, that in the, his... sorry, that was the other criteria. They have to be main cast, so no fringe characters. Sorry, I didn't say that yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, so we, we... my my groundskeeper William Blindside would have been. Oh, groundskeeper is great. One of these days, we'll just do a Simpsons 15. Yeah, we yeah. should just actually do a pure a pure Simpsons 15. Yeah, yeah but like do do we could do no, but we could do we could legitimately come up with like a, a draft Simpsons like between the four of us. They're enough <laughs> yeah. characters. Yeah. We can do like the Simpsons Ooh, draft. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so Bender at open side. He's joined by an absolute unit at the blind side. Uh, ben, how did you describe her? A savage. She, she's a she's she a, a savage. Seen her tattoos. Like she's yeah. like a cage yeah. fighter. Yeah, she yeah. is savage. Uh, if you haven't guessed by now, we're talking about Pam from Archer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, post post cocaine addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She got a bit thin during cocaine yeah, addiction. Like. That's true. Yeah. This, this sort of season one Pam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so pre pre cocaine addiction, but like I don't know, I felt like the cocaine addiction it did slim her down, but it also made her like a bit wilder. Like there was more she was prepared to do to get no, her hand. No, but, but, describing but, but, cocaine. But the, the thing, <laughs> yeah. is, the thing is, season one like. We just don't know that about Pam, but turns yeah. out she was like a yeah. cage fighter and shit the whole time. It's just they don't reveal it in season. Yeah, true. I mean, she remember she got, she got kidnapped and she kept repeatedly being punched in the face, and like the the, the kidnappers got tired from punching her so much. Yeah, even though she was calling them names the whole time, saying you're weak and all that sort of shit. So <laughs> yeah, uh, but also the problem with the cocaine addiction, if if we don't go for season one, Pam, is that then the Japanese might shut the whole thing down. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Like and then there's right. no rugby being played whatsoever, so that's no good. So we go season yeah. one, Pam. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. number eight. So we've already got a we got a specialized fetcher. We got a specialist um, enforcer, enforcer in number seven. So number eight, we really need like 
a ball playing eight, like a Warren Whiteley, someone who's like a bit tanky, like not tanky, but like they've got the physical. But tanky and also Warren Whiteley in the same sentence. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, but who can, who can rove as well, who can rove. Like we yeah, need to rove. Yeah. Is it, is it someone... like a bit of a Brent Vermeulen kind of eight? Like a ball yeah, player. Yeah, there, there, there we go. Physique. Anyway, we've gone Leela from Futurama. Um, yeah. She's only got one eye, so it's easy for her to yeah, keep it up. No, Single-minded focus. I'm, yes. I'm a bit worried about her depth perception if she drops back to take a kick, though, to be frank. Yeah, but yeah, then we we practice around that. We train around that. <coughs> it's fine. Sorry. Okay, well, I mean, she's, maybe, she's got a method of like, hand-eye coordination, right? As no, like she she does, she's, like, she's like a fucking ninja. Oh, if she blinks, we fuck. Yeah, well, she blinks. Hey, say that if if any if anyone blinks, you fuck because I don't know. I blink two eyes at a time. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I, no, I don't. You have yeah. I'm, I've seen Alex. He's got an alternating shift. Yeah, I'm so like I'm like I'm like echoes in the in the Nam of desert. Oh, keep switching feet so they don't get burnt. Makes sense. Um, all right, that's forwards. Uh, Chris Griffin, Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, Alphonse, Marge Simpson, Bender, Pam, Leela. And then the back line. Um, Scrum Half is a pretty obvious one. There's only one rascal who we trust. Oh, with, the, the, uh, cow- the Cowabunga Kid. Cowabunga Kid, Bart Simpson, in at Scrum Half. <laughs> the little halfback. Um, he can't bring his, his skateboard, but that's okay. Then He's got a great mouth for Scrum Half. Like, I reckon yeah, he's no, always he's, the rest like he's the perfect Scrum Half. Like, he's so I'm, I'm assuming every rep will be told to eat their shorts at least twice a game. Yeah. yeah. My, 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 my biggest concerns here is that he might get carded for that. Like, there's going to be a lot of, like, extra, like the ref marching you back an extra 10 meters for back chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then the only other risk is our hooker might throttle him at some point in the game. Yeah, yeah uh, true. I think we're just going to take that in our stride. Uh, I've, they, always, I've always wondered about it because I've seen it in football where a guy's hit a player from, a, say, his own team and the ref yes. gave him a re- and he gets a red card, like, which is. Yeah, well, you can't play. You actually, you know, if you extrapolate it, it's quite obvious. But I wonder if there's ever been a thing in rugby about that, like with the hooker no. Bismarck, if that would be a red card. Well, but I think it happened before the game, but Bismarck was famously punched one of his teammates in France like two, yeah. three years ago. Yeah, it must and have happened in the, French, in the French league at some point. like, uh, like yes. But I think it happened pre-game. It was like in warm-up where like he just tetted one of his one of his teammates like in the face. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so then moving on to fly half, um, we have this. This is kind of a it picks himself. He picks himself to be honest, because even if we didn't pick him in fly half, he would insist he would, on playing fly half. Yeah, he would still play, and he's he's a great yeah. lacrosse player as well. I'm sure that's very good lacrosse player, very athletic. He's, he's at some point. Arguably the best spy in the world. Uh, it's Sterling Archer. <laughs> Sterling Archer. It's also it's also great. It's, it's like there's definitely a fly half in MLR. Good who's called Sterling, and another one in the MLR who's called Archer. So, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think he's, like, he's an athlete. He's, he's good. He's, he's no, no, really, you know totally intelligent. He, he is incredibly talented, Sterling Archer. Yes. Like, like the only problem is, is, is his ego. So, that's yeah, going to be the problem. Yeah, but I feel, uh, I, then, feel, I feel Pam might be able to control him on some level because, you know, they have had a, they had had a team thing. for a while. Yeah, and then like true. Sterling's kind of ashamed about it, so maybe that shame will kind of keep his ego. Yeah, and there's there's also there's another dynamic that we'll get to shortly, but okay. So moving on to the centers, I'm putting um I'm putting Roger Smith at twelve. Roger Smith from American Dad. He's the dad in American Dad. 
uh, CIA agent uh, all around. You know, he he looks like Jamie Roberts, so he can run the Jamie Roberts line. He's Jamie Roberts needs to check that tumor in his chin. Yeah, he's got the same jawline <laughs> as Jamie Roberts. Um, so look, we're just, we're just looking for a hard hard hitter, like a hard running inside yeah, center. Basically. We we did we did debate a second playmaker at twelve, but similar to our sitcom, yeah. our sitcom fifteen. Uh, Archer will not share the, share the limelight with the with the second no. playmaker. Like no, I also like think our Archer... second playmaker, our second playmaker would have also caused too much of a spanner in the works as well. Yeah, in that yeah, position. yeah, we'll get yeah. There. But um, yeah, so so we basically felt like Archer would prefer just like a bit of a meat a meat shield at twelve. So we've given him Roger Smith. Now, if we're going to go that route for the inside center, then we need someone with a little bit more. We need, we need yeah, not, your not, arm, yeah finesse, I guess, at, at outside center. So what we've got here is Hank Hill from... King of the Hill. Net? King of the Hill. I've never watched this, by the way. Matt, you've watched oh, it. Oh, you shouldn't. Yeah, I've watched it. It's good show. Good sitcom. So Hank Hill from King of the Hill was a star running back in high school. Uh, he went to the state championship, and he had Texans a record... state championship, so... Oh, okay. So, so he's, he's an established player. athlete. Like he, We know he's a ball player. Um, so I feel like that's going to combine really, really well with, uh, with Roger. Um, and then moving on to the back three. Now, number 11 caused a bit of debate. You guys can, can voice your opinions on this, but I've gone Zoidberg, Dr. Zoidberg from Futurama. And the reasoning is that he's pretty quick on land and in water. Um, and we don't actually know what kind of terrain we're playing on yet. So it's good to have like our bases covered. I feel we and, can assume it's land. Yeah, but it might be in like Wales or in Durban, and then yeah, yeah, so yeah I reckon those those cores water. must be basically immune to humidity. Come to think about it. Yeah, like once they once they latch onto a ball, I mean, you're gonna have to get a new one. But but the main the main reason why I went Zoidberg at the left wing is because I feel like he's got a mean sidestep. Like we've we've seen him scuttle scuttle horizontally. It's but like a game of. Uh, that, that old school game where you had shoot down aliens? Oh, Space Invaders. Uh, Space yeah. Invaders. Thank you, Ben. So, anyway, Zoidberg um, is going to be cause a lot of confusion. He's got a sharper step than Chesley Colby, uh, but I think he's rapid as well, just in a straight no, line. No, but, 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 but I'm... I'm I, I appreciate your... Like, I've been having to do a lot of this at work lately. I appreciate your reasoning here, <laughs> Alex. But I think... As per my Zoidberg, previous email... I, yeah, <laughs> please, please refer please to the, the the subject line of the above mentioned email. Um, <laughs> but I think Zoidberg can only move sideways. Yeah, but that's yeah. why that's why my, my my way my way to get him get over that is he literally just runs sideways down the touchline. So he's facing everyone who's coming at him from the side, and he's back no, to no, the touchline. I think it's invulnerable for tackling. But but my, my way once teams have figured this out. Zoidberg can actually only move in one dimension because he can only, well, maybe two. two. I'm not sure how dimensions really work. But <laughs> a, a, a normal player can also sidestep, so a normal player can move in four. Actually, no, four one, one. And, no, you can move one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, right. And a normal player dimension. can move two. So once a team has Zoidberg figured out, he's actually less effective than just a normal person. Yes? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay. I feel like that's. Okay. This is. I don't this know. Is I don't why, know. Like, uh, we don't know his limitations. I suggest Joe from Family Guy here because we know he has wheels, 
Okay. And he's yes. a hell of an athlete, as we know in you the first pushed, episode, Joe. You've pushed this narrative about the wheels all week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's important that your wing has wheels, Adam. But now then, I've, got, I've got a problem with this, because what about what about under the highball? Oh, yeah, you can't jump. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, yeah, but your, Joe's your, got 14, fuck all aerial game. your 14 feels a lot more highball than your 11, though. Yeah, yeah, sure, but, but you, I mean, you, you, you like, we've already right. got a problem with Leela dropping back, and our yeah, 14, as, yeah. as we'll discover shortly, is not necessarily the most reliable. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, but, okay, Zoidberg has weaknesses, Joe has weaknesses. I, I, let's stick to what's written down. We can have Zoidberg. Look, I think it's fine. I think we, we, we've got Joe in the squad, and we can play a horses for courses kind of approach. Right. Um, yeah, depending on who we're up against, because maybe we maybe we up against a team that doesn't kick that much, and then we can risk Joe. Yeah, well, um, presumably these guys are going to run against the Simpsons X week, pure Simpsons X week. Well, we've we, we're going to we struggle have, we having have, we have back from them, so we don't know. No, no fair enough. Um, and then okay, let's move on. Right wing yeah, is okay. So this is the thing: we wanted him at ten. We felt like he's the perfect ten in terms of his ability to read the game, to come up, like, to unlock defenses, to pull all the strings. Like, he's got everything. He's got he's the full package. But if you think Archer's got an ego problem, you obviously <laughs> haven't met Rick Sanchez. Because Rick Sanchez is probably the most selfish person in the universe. Especially yeah. because we're not just talking about any Rick. We're talking about the Rickest Rick. And yeah. there's no way he's, like, going to put anything on the line for the team, right? So we had no choice. We had to move him. We couldn't leave him out because he's probably our best player. Um, but we had to move him to a position where we felt like he wouldn't necessarily do any damage just because he got bored. But like, if the game goes poorly, then you can kind of rely on him to win the game for you with like a last-minute try just because he's so obsessed with kind of saving the day. Not, not saving the day. Like, he doesn't want to be a hero, but he's like... he. He's too proud to let his team lose, so that he can afterwards be like, oh, "I told you so." Basically, do you know? Yeah. Do you know with Rick? He, he likes to see see things done right, but he d- yeah. doesn't necessarily want to go through the process. Yeah, and like he'll so, he'll yeah. wait to like the last minute, and then he'll be like, oh, "Fine, I'll just score like a winning try." What so is World Rugby's opinion this? on portal guns? I frowned upon. I frowned upon. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's permitted. No, no, you know the rules for this, Matt. What do you call it? Street level. Yeah, street level skills. Or um, but, but just with, this is, to me, this is very similar to James O'Connor in Australia, sort of mid-2000s, mid-2010s around there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. That, that's pretty yeah, a big be, comparison. Because, yeah, you know, you needed him on the field, but he was also like, he was a bit of a loose cannon. All right, and then uh, finally at fullback we have Lana Kane, also from Archer, and this is this kind of completes our eight, ten, fifteen spine. Sorry, what, what's going on there, Adam? I think Adam's having a stroke. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like a plot thing. He just yells Lana, like Lana. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear that part, so <laughs> it's, similar, it's um, similar to the chicken fight and family guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't really add anything, but it, it's something that happens. But look, I mean, they've got a good relationship, and like, if Archer's ego does get the better of him, um, Lana's quite capable of stepping in as a second receiver, like sort of yeah. like a Vili kind of 
it's almost the opposite. It's almost like we've got Villarreal at ten, and then Hundred Pollard at fifteen. So we've got like mm. the solid, reliable second fly half option at fullback. Um, so if things go south with Archer pulling the strings, then we can just bring in Lana to take first phase ball, and she'll be a much more reliable uh, option. She's also just pretty solid. Like I back her on the as the last man standing on defense. I back Lana. Um, so all around, I think it's a pretty good pick. Cool. So there yeah. you go, guys. That's that's the side. Uh, we got Bard at nine, Archer at ten. We got the Steve, uh, not Steve Rogers, uh, Roger Smith uh, at twelve with Hank Hill. We've got Zoidberg slash Joe on the left wing. We've got Rick Sanchez on the right wing, and we've got Lana Kane at fullback. Just that's right, isn't isn't sorry? Isn't the American dad dad called Stan Smith? I thought he was Roger. I think he was Roger the alien. Roger the alien, yeah. <laughs> God, oh, God Alex, that would have been really awkward, like having that. The, like he would not be a good twelve. Uh, everyone's everyone's probably super confused by why we said Roger <laughs> <laughs> looked like Jamie Roberts. You've <laughs> 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 oh, got like. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all good. On that bombshell, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of, of Elite Rugby Pads. I, I hope you've enjoyed listening, and uh, I'm sure our stories will vary somewhat in the week to follow. So uh, if you are out there, uh, being in, in self-isolation or whatever measure is being imposed, uh, we obviously wish you good health and the best of luck going forward. We've got a bumpy ride ahead, but we're not going anywhere. As I know the Oaks have probably noted, uh, we've been prepared for any form of pandemic for two to three years now, operating, working remotely. <laughs> so uh, we will be back uh, next week. Matt, thank, thank you very much uh, for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Pleasure. Alex, thanks uh, thanks for, for pulling in. Appreciate thanks, guys. Sorry for the late, late cameo. No, better late than ever. So, and uh, Ben, enjoy lockdown, eh? I'm expecting pure gold. Uh, and and you need a what a quiz by the way, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I I have a I have a child, so I don't really have like half an hour just to sit on my phone and like answer questions about rugby. He but, said oh, after an hour of talking shit on the podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But you know, I have to I have to fill in like four different forms to get like an hour to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with this. <laughs> yeah. Well, next quiz, yeah. We uh, if you don't know, we've been doing quizzes in our draft group. Uh, it's how bored you are. I've actually I've just drafted one myself. Um, I, I think it's quite uh, good. I, I think I've declared victory in the Durham September. But but, but <laughs> I've been I've I've been looking at these quizzes. They're so fucking hard. Like how are you guys knowing these answers? Uh, my problem is not the answers. My problem is one or two last answers in time. Slap like a hundred answers. No, I I have the same problem. You need to use your phone versus WhatsApp web. The phone's faster. Um, and the current uh, that's what I was doing last night it still wasn't quick enough yeah Ants the machine he, the current title would Ants got two titles Alex you got one and then Phil's also got a trophy yeah so yeah okay that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Elite Rugby Band so thank you very much for listening we will be back next mm. week <laughs>